Hello and welcome to Business Meets Coast, a podcast by me, Sophie Morley. And me, Stephen Bride. Join us as we interview various businesses, industry leaders, innovators, entrepreneurs, startups and business mentors to get insight, advice and funny stories from people who have been through it all before. Let's do this. Hello, Stephen. Hi, Sophie. How are you going? Uh, very well, thank you. What's happening? We have a new guest. It's our second episode of the year. <laughs> we are actually joined by a very awesome guest, Kobe Sullivan, who um, anyone that has been involved in the entrepreneurial and innovation ecosystem on the Sunshine Coast will know Kobe as the Regional Innovation Coordinator for Script Program. Welcome, Kobe. Thanks, Sophie and Stephen. Um, so just to get started on to today's episode, um, can you just give us a little bit of people who don't know the script program, maybe a little bit of background on what that program involves and sort of what your role and what your background has been? Yep. So script stands for the Sunshine Coast Regional Innovation Pipeline Team, but better off just thinking of it as the Sunshine Coast Innovation Program which is what I've now shortened it to. It is a regional initiative, which is which has originally come from state government. So state government are trying to support regional areas. So they said, we're willing to put $500,000 into a regional area if it can be collectively matched. So Sunshine Coast was the first region throughout Queensland to bid on that and successfully receive that funding. So we collectively matched uh, that 500000 with another 500000 by 31 partners up here on the coast. So that um, totals a million dollars over three years, which we can invest into driving innovation and entrepreneurship type initiatives across the Sunshine Coast. Mm, Awesome. So Kobe, you have quite a diverse background. So can you tell us a little bit about how you became or sort of what your experience was to in order to take on this role as the regional coordinator? Hmm. I do have a diverse background. To be honest, it's not something that I was kind of always striving to end up in this space. It was just really great timing and a perfect combination of my skill set, I suppose. So my background is actually in digital marketing. So I worked in digital marketing for years with Flight Centre at their head office, um, as well as with Griffith University, and then went on to join a startup, uh, the Urban List, the food and restaurant guide here, and helped to launch their Sunshine Coast brand of the Urban List here, and I really enjoyed that startup experience. Um, And I was also lucky enough to have a little bit of exposure to a big incubator in New York City, and... Yeah, that was kind of when I realised I really like this type of fast-paced, really um, big appetite-for-risk type of environment. So uh, long story short, I had just come back from a three-month trip through South America <laughs> and was wondering what to do next. And then I saw this job advertised and it was, I guess, a little bit of everything. Like you have to understand business, you have to understand startup spaces, um, be willing to meet new people and business development, marketing, all of that combined. So 
yeah, it was perfect timing and it's a really exciting dynamic role, which I've been in for about 18 months now. Cool. Um, so what's so, well, not like special, like we're special, but what like the Sunshine Coast, like why did it, was it the first one to take up the offer and what is it about the Sunny Coast? Because they always talk about mm. how it's very entrepreneurial and all of that. Mm. It's true. So through this program, I've been privy to 12 other regions throughout Queensland and the way that they're using uh, this kind of funding. And yeah, I have to say Sunshine Coast has really great grasp on innovative principles. So I guess to answer your question, we already had that landscape. We already have people who yeah. get innovation, the importance of it, and embracing it. So it was like immediately I felt like we could hit the ground running. Uh, and it's probably the community here, like the people's ability to introduce someone, I guess, fill a gap and work together is a huge part of it. We're very collaborative as opposed to competitive. Uh, and we have a couple of really like strong areas like food and agribusiness and sustainability and environmental um, initiatives and health and well-being that I suppose makes it easy to kind of get some cool things happening in those spaces straight away um, as opposed to trying to start with a blank canvas and be like, oh, how do we be innovative or apply innovative principles to business? We've already, already got these really great thriving industries that we can then apply innovative principles to and it, together we get results a bit faster, I suppose. Hmm. Yeah. And was it a... Like, was it... Um as soon as you got the job, was it like, you know, just started running on your feet? And what's the expression? Hit the ground running. <laughs> running on my feet. <laughs> did you hit the ground running? Um, did it take some? Did it take a while for um, the locals to like get on board and like get the name out there and stuff? Yeah, it? it's taken a while, which has been a good learning exercise in itself. Um, I think realizing that you can't take a cookie cutter program and just plug it into a community. You've got to like wait and understand what they need and which stage they're at what and listen to what the people are actually asking for. That was a huge learning curve um, for us. And I think it took quite a while to actually realize, okay, here's where the Sunshine Coast is at. Here's what the businesses are screaming out for, for support. And then kind of adapting and making sure we respond to those as opposed to just like pushing our own agenda or a state government agenda. That's been huge. Um, so yeah, it's probably the other way around. It's not so much that it took a while to get locals on board. It was, it took a while to set up like a formal structure that was in alignment with what locals wanted and needed. It's been a challenge. Yeah. So can you tell us about some of the exciting new inventions or projects um, that have been created um, or that you've sort of been working with on the Sunshine Coast? Through Script, yeah. yeah. Um, something I'll clarify there too, I guess, because when you talk about innovation and entrepreneurship, people think, oh, inventions. Like, tell me what's like some wacky, well, cool... maybe like, not necessarily. Yeah, like time machine. No. <laughs> Um, no, but it's actually a really good point to say that like script is designed to roll out programs and events and workshops and things that are going to benefit a bigger piece of the community at once. So that 
and that was tricky too, trying to get that message out, that it's not a granting type of system where we write a cheque to a business and say, go buy new software or hire this new person. Um, the idea is inspiring or educating or challenging business people on the coast um, to think bigger or learn how to embrace technology into their business or how to save money or save time. Um, so, yeah, we've invested in a handful of projects to date and we've tried to make them pretty diverse. So we've had um, the Australian Health Accelerator based out at the Innovation Centre. So that's for people in the medtech space. They go through a program and learn how to essentially commercialise their idea at the end of it. Um, the refinery is about to launch and it's an incubator program for creative practitioners. Mm -hmm. So helping creatives, I guess, harness some of this terminology that gets thrown around in business a bit too much and it can be a little bit alienating and it's not, um, it shouldn't be a prerequisite for making money or scaling globally. It's just understanding the concepts more so than um, getting outcast by buzzwords and things like that. Uh, we have Startup OnRamp, which is a 12-week training program for aspiring entrepreneurs, so people are really in that early ideation stage. Um, the Innovation Masterclass is more so for established small-medium enterprises uh, looking to maybe pivot or do something more innovative within their existing business. We've had Strive, which is a workshop um, to teach people more about public speaking and partnerships um, and public relations. And we're also looking at investing in what's called a venture playbook, which will be like an online directory to better connect um, entrepreneurs across the coast and help them understand what stage of entrepreneurship they're at and what resources they can use to better develop their idea. We've uh, invested in the Mayor's Telstra Innovation Awards, which is aimed at youth and encouraging critical thinking in high school. And the old ambulance station has run Thrive, which is like a creative industries um, exploration of like the therapeutic potentials of dance and speech and art and things like that. So a lot of different things, but you can see they have innovation as a common denominator. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. What was the, What would be the um, main, speaking of buzzwords, the main difference between an entrepreneur and a startup? Or, or what are the levels of the entrepreneur that you were talking about? Uh, I suppose entrepreneur refers to more the individual. Startup is referring to the business once it's been, that company's been formed. But what I was talking about before is more like the stages of innovation or entrepreneurship. Um, what we talk about there is like, uh, innovation or entrepreneurship is a journey but what I was talking about before was more so the stages of uh, entrepreneurship or innovation and what I mean by that is we have companies um, well actually no so we have some individuals on the coast who might be literally just working with an idea and that's as far as they've got and they need help understanding like, is that idea viable what would be my next step and then we've got actually established um, really early stage startups who have run through all their kind of market validation and their ideas they've formed and now they're looking for say investment to be able to scale uh, globally and then we've got fully established businesses like we work with Telstra and ANZ um, for example in the universities they don't need help obviously getting set up they're, they're looking now how do I incorporate innovative 
practices or technologies into such a big corporate corporation and how do you start to influence change in a place that's like already really set in its ways so there's there's a huge scope I suppose of what we're trying to address here on the coast um, so when I mentioned before about any new sort of cool inventions <laughs> what I what I was meaning by that in the sense of with your role you've had the opportunity to be involved in um, sort of like judging panels on on startup pitches and you know that sort of thing so sort of wanting to get a bit of a an idea of of what are the like really um, interesting and new things that are, are coming out of the Sunshine Coast, you know, that mm. people who, you know, have that real entrepreneurial um, flair and there's some of the cool ideas they've come up with. Yeah, we see a lot of um, different ideas. I've seen, I'm trying to think now, like definitely a lot in the food space, people who are really passionate about using quality local ingredients, um, like really excellent luxury chocolate that's come out of here, um, or the bone broth company that are now forming like chips, potato chips made of dehydrated bone broth. Um, it's really cool. And then yeah, what else? Like I've had ideas come out that incorporate cryptocurrency with the aviation industry, but not say too much about that, <laughs> which is always like a risk in this space of how much you can share while people are in such an early stage. Um, yeah, and we've had like a peer-to-peer -peer platform to help women in the fashion industry. I guess the strong themes I see come through is like a real passion around the environment um, like minimizing waste but and also great quality produce so it's kind of again comes back to this food and agribusiness strength uh, and the sustainability environment kind of conversations I think just based on the Sunshine Coast culture because we love nature we love good food and everyone here is really passionate about making sure those those things don't disappear um, and so it it's nice to see kind of people's lifestyle starts to integrate with their business principles and their business ideas um, and people really throwing themselves into companies that um, they have like a personal vested interest in. Yeah. Wow, that sounds really amazing. Do you get any, um, like I'm really good for this, uh, coming up with a bit of a crazy idea for a startup or anything like that? Like what's the wildest craziest startup idea you've ever come across i probably don't hear them because i don't get to like get to the point of talking to um us unfortunately <laughs> i feel like those ideas are like the awesome ones that happen in the shower or like in your garage late at night and then it's like uh fizzles out a bit later it's like maybe that's not realistic yeah so unfortunately by the time people get to us it's like we're pretty not strict but like realistic about you know, yeah. has this been done before? Is there a market for it? How do you know there's a market? Um, what are you doing next? Like, what are you doing to protect the IP? So, um, yeah, even though it doesn't sound very fun, we we don't really have, like, <laughs> the resources or appetite to be able to just, like, <laughs> play around with people's, like, blue sky <laughs> crazy ideas. Yeah, but that actually that's a good point because I think a lot of people... Um, can start to dabble in this space thinking like oh it's so fashionable and it's fun and it's sexy and it's cool there is like a really hard side to entrepreneurship or innovation and um the other side of my role is i've seen some of the hardship that comes with trying to start a business 
and relationship breakdowns and people being really financially stressed. And I think that does have to be communicated, that there is this dark side to this space, or at least a very serious side. Um, and yeah, we probably need to educate people just as much about the risks as like the benefits. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I know that feeling. <laughs> so what would be the best piece of business insight or advice that you've you've learned or been given throughout your career? Um, it's probably not like a piece of advice, but there is a quote that I really like that I try to remember and it is stop mopping the floor and turn off the faucet. <laughs> and I think it's really good because it's like it talks about um, well, the way I interpret it is like don't waste your time on like all these crazy mindless tasks if you can just like cut to the source of like what matters and what's really going to count what's going to help you move forward um and i think too like it's we're kind of in this society now that glorifies being busy and people love like running around like crazy and working huge hours but i think it's important to think like what is the 20 percent kind of thing i can be doing that is actually going to make a difference or that I'll be proud of when I go to sleep at night type thing and then stop getting so distracted. So that's what I try and do. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's deep in thought after that, yeah. <laughs> How can I turn off the faucet? <laughs> do you have um, someone that you look to as a business mentor or someone that you admire or look up to? Yeah, I have two um, people in mind. They're totally different, very different. Um, like one is a local woman I have the pleasure of working with. Um, and she's a CEO of a global business. And I think I've learned a lot from her in terms of like just how to be authentic and make time for people no matter what, uh, no matter what your role is or their role is, just being a human at the end of the day. Um, yeah, so I've learned a lot through her. And the other is, yeah, like not so much a business mentor that you would think of, but um, I saw that movie Gurumul last year. I don't know if you saw it, about the Indigenous musician. And it really struck a nerve with me. It's he, like it tells the story of he kind of starts to like gain all this momentum and um, becomes very successful, like inverted commas, Western definition of successful and starts making or has the opportunity to make lots of money and lots of opportunities start coming his way and he says no to a lot of them and it's all about like he's so uh, unwavering, I suppose, in his moral values um, and doesn't he's kind of immune to society's pressures of like or Western society's pressures of fame and ego and making money and yeah I, I just I sometimes listen to his music just to like bring me back and think like what is it that I actually care about and what am I trying to achieve and not get kind of pulled in all these different directions that are maybe a bit toxic and at the end of the day not helpful mm -hmm. hmm. interesting um, what would you say the one thing that you've learnt in this job that's not um, like wasn't part of your job description but you've sort of um, had to learn how to do and figure out mm, that's a good question um, 
Yeah, probably like the skill of mental resilience. (laughs) 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 Because, yeah, it has been challenging and it's hard like working with so many people when I feel like a real duty of care to like help them. Like genuinely I've met so many people and I want I want to be able to help them see their business succeed or help them feel like they can stay on the Sunshine Coast. And so I felt this like real burden on my shoulders of like the personal weight of this role of like how can just one person be giving so much time and energy to all these awesome um, inspiring people on the coast and yeah and also just different people wanting different things from you because the program is quite broad by nature it um is susceptible to kind of being pulled in lots of different directions so yeah um probably more of a personal skill than a professional skill is yeah is a bit of mental resilience and um yeah I've started meditating a lot more than I ever used to (laughs) (laughs) which sounds really cliche but it has taught me just like how to stay focused and how to stay calm and like not get so stressed about little things which took me a long time to probably get on top of but now I feel like oh I've come out the other side being a bit more capable of pressure handling pressure Mm. and do you have like or what would be the most sort of intriguing or interesting story throughout your whole career it doesn't have to be in doing now that has sort of happened to you or not Um, (laughs) yeah no this is such a broad thing um I think my experience in New York um like will always stay with me I was only there for a short time but it um taught me a lot and I was working with one particular startup um the best way to explain them is like at the time they were basically trying to be airbnb before airbnb had launched um but it was like corporate airbnb so um short-term accommodation for professionals and yeah i just learned so much about like perception versus reality so what this startup was doing like they had no money and we used like guerrilla marketing tactics so we would like literally go to Grand Central Station and hand out flyers like illegally trying to get people to stay in this accommodation and then like I would get a tap on the shoulder from the security guard being like you're not allowed in here get out it was like oh god like so thrilling but also like I would never normally do that you know and it was kind of like oh this is a like a hall pass to do whatever you want that's risky um yeah like they had no photographs for all their marketing or their website and they didn't want to use stock images so we would just go to like soho park in the afternoon and like find people that suited the persona of the brand and just say like can you pretend you love this brand and talk about it can we take photos and they'd be like yeah yeah and because there's so many aspiring actresses or actors in new york they loved it so it was kind of like a win-win and um and then that became like the you know the really like minimum viable product or whatever um like real start to that company's marketing and I remember being blown away just thinking like are you allowed to do this and like how does this work but I think it was such a good exercise in like what you see is not always what's really happening and sometimes in business you can be intimidated like I could never do that or I don't have the money to do that I would never do that myself and behind the scenes like the stuff people are doing it's very 
like raw and humble and anyone can do it yeah mm. Jeez. <laughs> I don't think I'll be out there doing that <laughs> yeah uh, I guess one other funny story I'll share is um when I worked at flight center they had tried to ingrain in us like make sure you respect meeting times and meeting rooms and if something's booked get out on time and it was like a real like cultural shift like make sure you start adopting this behavior and so I had booked this meeting room um I was like lurking out the, the side of it but I couldn't really see there was just like all these people in there <laughs> and they'd gone like five minutes past the meeting time so I like knocked on the door opened the door and said excuse me but I've booked this room you'll need to get out and it was literally like the executive team of Flight Center, like Screw Turner and like the vice president, like head of PR. And like the moment I was so embarrassed, but they were like, that's true. Fair enough. That's <laughs> good. Good for you for calling team, them out. Yeah, like this whole like global leadership team like exited this meeting room and I was mortified. But it's just a funny, yeah, like a, a nice like, yeah, meeting of the minds and like exercise and being yourself and it was yeah it was just a funny experience um what's your favorite thing about living on the sunshine coast mm, i notice i spend way more time outside since living here yeah i think it's like i used to live in brisbane where it'd be like any spare time or like social activities would be like oh let's meet and have a drink or let's go see this movie or let's go out to dinner but now my default is like, oh, let's walk through the national park or like go for a swim or it's totally different. So I feel like I'm outside a lot more. And then that has a lot of different like flow on effects, I think, too. But um, yeah, I'd have to say being around nature more incidentally up here is what I like. So where can people go if they want to find out? A little bit more about the script programs and maybe that they might be able to participate in as an entrepreneur or innovator yep if you visit sunshinecoastinnovation.com.au uh, i've got some info there or happy for people to get in touch with me personally yeah linkedin or twitter or whatever depending on what you need because um often it can be the case that script it, we have quite certain criteria um, mm -hmm. to be able to apply for any support or um, investment, if you like. So it's important people really understand what it's about and what it's not about before they kind of end up too deep on, you know, writing up an application mm -hmm. or anything. But you have the programs that Script have funded if people want to participate in those programs, like they're listed. Yeah, and we also um, have quite an active Facebook page, um, the Sunshine Coast Regional Innovation Program. So we tend to update there more so than on the website about what's happening and how to get involved. And because I guess the, it, the nature of Script is we're not our own entity, like we're a collaborative network that brings together um, Sunshine Coast Council, Noosa Council, Innovation Centre, RDA and a handful of others so um, it can also be a case of you might not be interacting with script directly but chances are we are what's happening behind the scenes to bring you all these different events um, that may be rolled out through a different organisation um, but it's just our job to connect the dots and the gaps. Mm. We will post all the links and details of the website and, and Kobe's LinkedIn and social connections in the podcast description 
Thanks for coming on today. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. If you like what you hear, you can subscribe wherever good podcasts are found. We are called Business Meets Coast. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram at Business Meets Coast. I've been Stephen. And I've been Sophie. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>